The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So the night in the NBA Plus, we'll start with a game that ended eh, not that long ago. It just, it's fresh. It's right out of the oven. It's piping hot right out of the oven. So you got to play the hits because it just came out of the oven. And that would be the Blazers-Nuggets game. Now keep in mind... Why is this night different than most other nights? Because if the Nuggets and Blazers played on a random Thursday during the NBA season, this would not be a lead story. But it's the NBA postseason, and Nikola Jokic, the Joker, and he was laughing all over the Blazers as they were. They, it's like they had one arm tied behind their back trying to stop Nikola Jokic. 37 points in a mammoth performance and the, the numbers you put look what he did during the regular season and now in this particular game uh just a, a domination situation for Nikola Jokic he took 18 shots he made 11 of them 37 points didn't get to 10 rebounds he came close he had 9 
and six assists. More importantly, the Denver Nuggets were able to win this game comfortably. They didn't blow out the Trailblazers, but the Nuggets winning a game where if you look at it from a gambling standpoint, you're like, well, wait a minute here. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for the Blazers to swoop on in and steal game one based on the mental gymnastics if you analyze the series leading up to this and what happened in the previous round of the NBA Plus. So let's discuss a win for the Denver Nuggets, who are now three wins away from the Western Conference Finals. The question, the big takeaway from this win by the Nuggets, obviously Jokic was good, but my thoughts, you've got the Monsters, the Ozone, and the Sabotage. You've got those three things, and we'll put all of this together into a, a nice package, and then we'll wrap the package, and we'll send it out. Uh, we don't have Amazon Prime. We have Maller Prime, which uh, we'll deliver within 15 minutes. We'll deliver within 15 minutes uh, or your your money back, assuming you actually you know, didn't pay for this. If you paid for it, you don't get your money back. But, A, listen, Denver, the bread and butter for the Denver Nuggets in this particular game, throughout the game, consistently – was the interior play of the Nuggets. And I'm talking about Paul Millsap along with Nicole Jokic. Now, Jokic can knock down the outside shot and does take outside shots, but it was the back and forth between those two guys because the, the Nuggets, who had a three-point lead at halftime, in the first half it was Paul Millsap who did a lot of his damage. He had 17 points. You saw the game, you know, in the first half, Millsap was very efficient. He, he took eight shots. He made six of them, got to the foul line a bunch, and was a dominant force in the first half. Now, he didn't do that much in the second half. He didn't have to do that much in the second half because Nikola Jokic uh, was going bonkers. Uh, he had 23 points after halftime in this game. But that the, the bread and butter for the Nuggets, those two guys – in the first half, it was mostly Millsap. In the second half, it was Jokic. The monsters in the middle for the Portland Trailblazers in this game. And when you do the, the arithmetic, as I like to call it, uh, I call it Mallard math. Now, neither team played particularly great defense in this game. Both teams shot over 50%. The Blazers actually were more efficient from the floor than the Nuggets as it turned out. Teams shot pretty similarly from three-point range. The Nuggets made one more three-point shot, but the dynamic duo of Paul Millsap and Nicole Jokic. Now, I'm using some Maller math here, and Maller math is a version of math, which is if you're in the ballpark, you're feeling pretty good. You're feeling pretty good if you're in the ballpark. But those two guys, Millsap and Jokic, by my math shot, a combined 60% from the floor, which I think is pretty good. I think that's pretty good. You know, I didn't play in the NBA, and I guess I'm not qualified to comment, but in my position, I believe that's pretty good. As just a observer, an independent observer of the NBA, I would think that if two of your starting guys put up those kind of numbers combined, you're you're usually in pretty good shape. Hey, Gary Harris, uh, he didn't do all that much. Jamal Murray was pretty good. Jamal Murray was pretty good in this game, but it was the monsters in the middle, Millsap and Jokic, supreme dominance here. And Denver kept the Blazers at arm's length. In the second half of the game, it was never a case where you thought, well, the game's over. The Nuggets are going to win by 25 points. You never got that feeling. But you also, at the same time, felt like it was, it was kind of like the mouse on the treadmill where the Blazers were going around and around. They weren't getting anywhere. You see what I'm saying? Like the entire second half, the Blazers never had a lead after halftime. 
That was it. I don't think they led. Maybe in the second quarter. I don't think they led in the second quarter either. It was the first quarter. I don't, maybe they led a little bit in the second quarter. But by the, by the time halftime rolled around, it was all Nuggets. But they never led by more than 13 points. They were always kind of like lurk. The Blazers were lurking around. And the second thing here, in watching this game, the expectation was that the Blazers, this is very reminiscent of what they had played like against Oklahoma City where the games are closed. And then you go turbo time with Damian Lillard. And he goes bonkers and he takes off. He puts his cape on then he flies and uh, he goes over buildings and all that. Just amazing. But that never happened. It was un- it was unable to transpire, even though the Blazers were in position where they were still kind of lurking around and they had a chance to to make that run. And you look at at Lillard; he had a huge second. He had 24 points in the second half, but nobody there was no build the wall around the basket. They couldn't build the wall around the basket there, the Blazers, and that because of that. They end up uh, losing. They, they sprung a hole in their ozone layer, and that's a problem. Their environment, because there was a hole in the ozone layer, there was some bad stuff that got in there, and that was their un- undoing there. They were deformed on defense. Out of whack is another way uh, to say it, right? Out of whack, and, and you can slice up the numbers and toss them up and all that, but there were a, a lot of uh, breakdowns for both teams, but since the Nuggets won the game, we goof on the Blazers. That's how this works, right? If the Blazers had won, we would have goofed on the Nuggets, but that's generally how we learn to do these things in sportscasting uh, class. So the, the Blazers are just a little bit off balance, just a little bit off balance. The second half, the three-point shot for the Blazers, they – only made four out of 13. Uh, and when you don't shoot an efficient percentage from three-point land, the money ball, parlay that with an overall eh, defensive effort and it's just a little off, just a little bit off, you uh, you end up losing. That is the nature of the beast. That's how it generally uh, works. Now, the last thing on this, been very transparent here, I like Damian Lillard. People say, Maller, you're the hater. You hate everybody. I like this guy, Damian Lillard. I would like to see Damian Lillard in the Western Conference Finals. That would make me happy. I like the way the guy plays. He's got a nasty streak to him. There's an edge to his game. I like watching Lillard play basketball. I enjoy this. I would like to get him into the Western Conference Finals. I would. And I, you know, I might or might not have some allegiances with some people that work for the Blazers that I've known over the years. Uh, but this is a, a disappointing beginning here. This was the last thing. Was, this, this was a brass ring opportunity, game one. You say, oh, it's a seven-game series. It's a long series. Blah, 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 blah. Right? But here's the thing. Right? If you look at this at, from the gambling part of my mind here and you look for an angle, this was an opportunity that was lost for Portland, because the Nuggets were sky high. They beat San Antonio in Game 7. Well, really, DeMar DeRozan beat San Antonio, but the Nuggets were credited with the win in Game 7 over the weekend. Portland was rested and ready. They had a short series against Oklahoma City. So they blew it. They blew it, right? Now, to be fair, to be fair to Portland, Denver is a tougher test. Now, why is Denver a tougher test? I'll tell you. Because... The Nuggets don't have the dead weight of Russell Westbrook. Like it was, you look at how Portland played, and it was a similar game in Game One as to how Portland played against Oklahoma City. The difference is no one on Denver 
sabotaged the game. Like Russell Westbrook, close game, fourth quarter. What is his kryptonite? Close game, fourth quarter. Hero ball. Right? Can't shoot. The, the kid that can't shoot straight keeps shooting. Selfish basketball by, by Russell Westbrook. He's out of control. And Denver didn't have that. And now it's one game, right? It's only one game. But with Russell Westbrook not on the Nuggets, the Blazers are going to have to figure out a way, a different approach in this series because you cannot rely on any individual Nugget player to have negligence at the end of a game the way Russell Westbrook does. And that is going to be problematic for the Blazers. But we'll see how it turns out. Here's Damian Lillard, who I mentioned had a big second half, although in defeat here. Lillard after halftime with 24 points in the second half, carrying the weight for the Blazers. He had 39 overall in the game. Here's Damian Lillard and the, all. of course, the theme of the NBA playoffs, all about the officials, right? All about the referees. We would say something when something needed to be said. I mean, <clears throat> we weren't coming at them. I mean, nobody got a tech, so it wasn't, it wasn't anything disrespectful, but um, when your season is on the line, you got to be willing to, to challenge what's happening out there and, you know, try to put your team in the best position to win. And I think it was a little bit more of that, you know, probably more than we needed. You know, maybe we need to, you know, not say as much. But, I mean, it's anytime you see guys um, wanting it that bad, you know, you're going to say stuff sometimes. And I think, you know, we might have had a little bit too much of that tonight. Why don't you send a book report to the NBA? That's what the Rockets do. Send a book report to the NBA. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You're professionals. You're not a clown show like the NBA team in Houston. So you're not. That's on my list. We'll get to it later. We'll get to the Rockets later. I might have to save that for our prime morning drive hour later when the audience skyrockets up. I might have to save that. All right, here's more from Damian Lillard. The issue at hand here: how to slow down the big man, the Joker, Nikola Jokic, for the Nuggets. What are you going to? I'm sure Lillard's going to explain everything here and tell the media exactly what they're going to do. Yes. I mean, he's a great player. You gotta, um, it got, it has to be a team effort. You know, I think you don't, you're not going to completely take him out, but I think you just got to make things difficult for him. You could with uh, that. You know, we got to make him see bodies. Uh, we got to be physical. Uh, we got to be ready to help dig on the post and get back to our man. Uh, but we also got to make sure that when he's putting up shots, we're keeping him off the glass, you know, because he's one of the, the best at shooting the ball and following his shot and then getting the second attempt is usually easier to, than the first one is for him. So uh, he does a lot of little things that's um, little things. in his favor yeah. because he doesn't depend on athleticism and speed sure. and all that stuff. So it's kind of sneaky. Um, and, you know, when you relax, he's he's getting those extra rebounds and two points and free throws and stuff like that. So um, as a group, we just got to be more aware um, of where he is and what he's doing and well, he's just on the court. make it harder than it was tonight. Yeah. The offense for the Nuggets goes through Jokic. It's not – he's got as many assists as most point guards in the NBA. It's not hard to find Jokic. It's not like he's hiding behind a curtain while he's out on the court. Now, I should point out, it is interesting to note that Ennis Cantor, who I like because he loves playoff basketball. You know what happens when the playoffs come around for Cantor. He gets all excited there. He does. Uh, but Cantor – When I think about playoffs, my nipples get hurt. He had – a very efficient offensive. He had 26 points. He took 14 shots. He was 11 of 14. It was a wonderful offensive performance. He did nothing on defense, though. So 
you like he had 26 points. He got outscored by 11. The Blazers lost by eight. I know that's a simpleton way to approach this, but there you go. If you got outscored by 11, individual matchup, and you end up losing by eight. Voila. Ta-da! All right, here's a Mike Malone, Michael Malone, Mr. Soundbite Guy, the coach of the Nuggets, who's going to drone on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, it's a, it's a completely different game and opponent, you know, uh, from you know Derek White and DeMar DeRozan, who are not known as three-point shooters, to guarding C.J. and Damian Lillard, who are very efficient three-point shooters. So you, your mindset has to change there, and that alone, the personnel. But now I think going into this uh, series in the first round, Damian Lillard was averaging 33 pick-and-rolls per game. That's a crazy number. <laughs> so, you know, your bigs are under constant duress, constant pressure to guard and contain, as are your smalls. Oh, smalls. Yeah. That's offensive. He should get sensitivity training. You can't call people smalls. What's up with that? No, no, no. You can't pee. you can't tell a human being they're small. Oh. <laughs> I'm hurt by that. You can't do that, Michael Malone. He should be fined by the NBA talking about smalls and also bigs. That's also offensive, right? Are you fat shaming? Is that what you're doing, Michael Malone? Shame on you. These are sensitive times. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Uh, Ernie the Great Opiner writes in. He says, Ben, with the NBA and NHL playoffs in full swing, will be will we be hearing a Hoops the World segment from Eddie like Puck the World? Maybe the fifth hour of the show. That's a great idea. Let's ask him right now, Ernie. Let's say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas, solid gold, Garcia. Will we have a hoops around the world or hoops the world segment? Eddie? I think we already have that on the Ben Maurer show. Uh, the NBA has talked about plenty. I, however, I will say this. I oh, would, you will. I'm I glad would, you're going to say it because it's a talk yeah, show, so I would like, show it. But. I would like to thank the Houston Rockets for giving me a rooting interest in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> I now hope they lose every game yes. they ever play yes. for the rest of their lives. What a bunch of dopes the Houston Rockets are, and we will roast them. Uh, I Even Chris in Houston, who used to call the show regularly, he doesn't call as much anymore, even Chris in Houston's given up on the Rockets. He's got a deep down. This goes against all your sensibilities. The Rockets are everything that's wrong with professional sports. And they sent, if you don't know the, the story. I, I know the story, Well, yeah. you know, I'm, the listener might not know the story. I know it's, you know it's everything. It's an unbelievable story. They sent story. a uh, very long, uh, like a book report about last year. They were complaining about this year's Game 1, but they also complained about last year's series and Game 7 against the Warriors, and it is the kind of thing where they've done the impossible. We mentioned this yesterday, but the Rockets have made the Golden State Warriors really have. Have, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters of teams, and yet they've made the Warriors more likable than the Rockets. I it's, don't disagree with you one yes. bit. I mean, you're not supposed to cheer for Goliath. I didn't think Goliath. that was possible. I mean, yeah. kudos to them. I mean, the, that's the, a, quite an accomplishment. The Warriors are Goliath. You're not. You're, we're all taught not to cheer for Goliath, right? You're supposed to cheer for David versus Goliath. But they're Goliath, and yet you want you do not want David to beat Goliath in that matchup. You do not want that. So 
Anyway, uh, by the way, there was a tremendous amount of junk food uh, in the kitchen here. Thanks, uh, Ben. It's all because of you, man. No, no, no. No, no, that oh. was uh, the Ewok of sports talk. I got the whole yeah. scoop on it. I did, too. Initially, I thought, Eddie, when I came in, my knee-jerk reaction was, <laughs> well, Steve Harvey must have been in here and been craving some some candy. And and then I realized uh, that the old producer, our old friend, wrong button Bob Guerra. Going to be a papa. Going to be a papa Guerra. He had a and, gender uh, reveal party, the poor yeah, bastard. And yeah. At least he was nice enough to bring the leftovers in here for the folks at uh, work. Yeah, it's very uh, kind of him. It's like I'm Halloween. surprised Coop made it in here already because I thought he'd be camped out in there. Coop the will have diabetes by the cupcakes. end of the night. He will have complete <laughs> uh, diabetes treatment by the end of the night here. What's yeah. the over-under on <laughs> cupcakes for Coop? Uh, well, there were only a few left. I opened the box. Oh. There were only a couple left, but there was endless amounts of, of uh, these uh, sugar candies and- uh, Sour belts. Is that Oof. what they're called? Yeah. Uh, sour belts, and they had uh, the Hershey's Kisses, a gigantic bag. You could go into a bathtub and fill the bathtub with Hershey Kisses. There were that many. It was pretty good, Coop. <laughs> Sigh from Coop. Coop, you could Did just- you know, like, you weren't here, peanuts. Ben. What? When you took the day off to go see your brother, yeah. Coop My- was boasting about, I'm drinking water now. I'm not going to be drinking soda. Diet, Never going to eat fat sows again. And he's a new man. That lasted all of one day. No, I mean I'm still I'm still tr- like that's why I walked in, I turned the corner and I see that that spread in the kitchen. I immediately was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> you got to be like the Can't vegan. Win, the, the vegan won't eat any of that. Yeah, no, I know. That. I don't know. I mean, he can just walk right. Tyshir will just walk right by and eat some berries. I, I walked and I <laughs> and I walked into the studio and Tyshir's like, "Oh, did you did you have a uh, Jeff cupcakes?" And I'm like, no, 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 but I'm going to. No. <laughs> Here, our friend Alex Teicher, who works on the Jason Smith Show, Teicher will go into the courtyard and just eat some vegetables <laughs> in the plant. He'll grab, grab the plants. Hit the plants yeah, that are yeah, outside right here. He's like, oh, there's some nice plants Put here in the courtyard <laughs> outside the building, and I'll have some of that. Those people are interesting to me. There's a lot of them in California. We're surrounded by them, but uh, I don't, uh, not my thing. Not my thing. Anyway, all right, well, good, good luck. Uh, we have a lot of junk food. And this is my fast day. I can, you know, I'm now starting my uh, intermittent fasting again after eating some cake. I had God one of those forbid. veggie burgers at Costco. Oh my God, that's disgusting. Was it disgusting? Yeah, it was nasty. No, you you just, what? You gotta, you gotta pour. <laughs> yeah, they were giving, they were handing, they were handing them out the other day. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. This is from the all like right, the food right. court. Why don't we pause here? No, we'll, no, no, no. We'll have more oh, on okay. this. All right, we'll have more on this. All right, we'll, 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 it's a four-hour show. Yeah, it's a four-hour show. We don't want <laughs> to lose all our good veggie talk right away in the first part of the show. We don't want to do that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom find. That's ZYN.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you had Toronto taking a two-games-to-none lead in the Eastern Conference second-round series, you are a loser because the Toronto Raptors were losers in a very aesthetically unpleasing performance. Just, ugh, for both teams. Because I like baskets going. I'd much rather like the Denver-Portland game, which was at arm's length for the Nuggets. We talked about that earlier. Go back and hear the podcast. I enjoyed that because the game was high, over 100 points. Nuggets scored 120. I like that. Toronto-Philadelphia was a conga line of missed shots for both teams. But in the end, Jimmy Butler, the former Chicago Bull and Minnesota Timberwolf, leading exerting his will there for the 76ers to a five-point win in Game 2 over Toronto. 94-89 to was the final. The Sixers in victory shot 39%. The Raptors in defeat shot 36%. It's the kind of night that it was as the game was exiled to Ontario. The Raptors coming up just a wee bit short. Just a wee bit short. Now, I don't know if you saw the game or not. The highlight of the game for me, there's a couple of highlights that stood out. I liked early in the game the play-by-play guys who were giving 
reaction to Joel Embiid, who had a stomach issue. I don't know if we have the clip or not, but it's pretty amusing because on the TNT broadcast, they're doing a medical analysis in the first quarter of the game on Joel Embiid of the Sixers because he had a stomach virus, and this was one of the stories. And listen, this is how it sounded. If you didn't see the game, just listen to these dopes breaking down. They're showing Embiid coughing, and they're doing the play-by-play on this. And this was Embiid. Uh, that's multiple coughs oh my for God. Joel Embiid oh. <laughs> out of the timeout. I'm going to give you a play-by-play of his yeah, maladies. I tell you, you can't. You got to be careful with those coughs, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got that. Well, that's that germs he's that, dealing with. Yeah. You could spread that. Yeah, God forbid. All right, so so Embiid had the he had the cough. God, you know, what what a what a hero. What a what a heroic effort. The guy had the stomach flu and showed up to work. My God. Unbelievable. Uh, Give him a statue. He got rid of that Kate Smith statue. We'll give him a statue now in Philadelphia. All right. So uh, that was one of the storylines. I mean, he didn't play well uh, in Embiid, but Jimmy Butler did. Jimmy Butler had 12 points in the fourth quarter with Embiid just along for the ride, right? Joel Embiid just kind of along for the ride. And Ben Simmons, uh, he only took six shots. He only made three of them. He was out there just kind of taking up some space as well for Philadelphia. The the usual headliners for the Sixers. But this was Jimmy Butler's night. He was 9 of 22 from the floor, which does not sound all that great. That's only 40%, right? 9 of 22 if you're good at math. But it was the fourth quarter efficiency for Jimmy Butler and some big shots the final couple minutes of the game for the Sixers, and he was three of six down the stretch for Philadelphia in the deciding quarter, and uh, he is no longer the primary defensive option for Philadelphia against Kawhi Leonard, who also had a massive night, and so we'll see what happens going forward. They go back to Philadelphia, but let's discuss the question. Does this particular outcome, a win for Philadelphia, a close win and an ugly game, the game muddying the waters here. Does it say more about the Sixers' Jimmy Butler's greatness or more about the incompetence of the Toronto Raptors at the end of the game? All right, this one is simple. While Jimmy Butler was good, he still overall shot just 40%. This is about Toronto. This is more about Toronto. Now, my observations here, you've got Oscar the Grouch, the actor, and the boondoggle. And we will combine all of these things together into a nice little pot, and then we'll cook the pot for about 15 minutes or so. All right. Anyway, number one, the Toronto Raptors bench in particular was both careless and sloppy uh, in this particular game. There's no other way to say it. Toronto, they never had a lead over the final three quarters of the game, but yet they were lurking. Very similar to what happened in the Denver game with Portland, where the Blazers were in position, they could not get over the hump, right? The proverbial hump. But the same thing here. I mean, I get most NBA games are close. I understand that. And so it's not that unusual a scenario. The difference is, in the Portland-Denver game, both teams were making a lot of shots. In this game, Toronto-Philadelphia, both teams were missing a ton of shots. But outside of the starters, and not even all the starters, Right, But outside of Kawhi Leonard playing 48 minutes, and you can't get him off the court, and a couple other guys for the Raptors who actually played pretty well. Kyle Lowry, although he didn't shoot particularly well, he was was pretty good. 
and he's pretty good overall. But outside of those guys just playing all 48 minutes, this loss is an indictment, it's a referendum on Serge Ibaka, Norman Powell, whoever that is, Fred Van Vliet, and Jody Meeks. We are talking like an Oscar the Grouch type performance, right? Oscar the Grouch. Garbage, 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 garbage is what we're talking about. Garbage. Those guys played uh, collectively 48 minutes, and while they were on the court, the Toronto Raptors bench scored a collective five points with two turnovers and one assist. Greg Monroe, who was jettisoned from the Celtics, he was rejected by the Celtics, he went to Philadelphia, by himself had 10 points off the Sixers bench in 11 minutes. James Ennis, the third, not the second, not the first, James Ennis, the third, had 13 points off the bench. Overall, the Philadelphia backups outscored the Raptor rejects 26-5. That is a plus-21 advantage. I know it's simpleton, maller math, but plus-21 advantage for the Philadelphia backups. And in rebounding, the it was a, a plus-9 in favor of Philadelphia. You talk about being asleep on the job. That was the Raptors bench when they were in this game. Now, the second thing, Jimmy Butler was very good in the fourth quarter. He was. He was wonderful. And he is supplying the role of high-end insurance. We tell you about Geico quite a bit. We love Geico. You know, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. I have that memorized because I love Geico so much, and I've read the commercial for like 10 years. But here's the thing. like Geico, great insurance. Jimmy Butler was brought in as essentially insurance. right? I, I am a fan of Jimmy Butler. I am. I've talked about this when, when he was available in Minnesota, I, I thought, boy, I'd like to see him on the Clippers. I like the way that Jimmy Butler plays basketball. Uh, very similar to Damian Lillard. He's got this tenacity, this spunk that I like with Jimmy Butler. Uh, I, I like those kind of players that are relentless uh, regardless of the situation. And that's how Butler strikes me. I don't believe it's fake. Some people say it's fake. He does it for the cameras. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I, I know he does play to the cameras a little bit. Remember in Minnesota when he wanted to be traded, he showed up and he uh, he was yelling at the coaching staff in Minnesota and he made a whole big to-do. And then amazingly, Rachel Nichols just randomly flew into Minnesota, just happened to show up because Jimmy Butler asked her to show up to help expedite the process to get him out. Anyway, that's a different conversation. So the despite the fact I like Butler and Butler was good, the overreaction machine, the collective hysteria because of this game, a little too much, right? A little too much for my sensibilities here. So I will be the voice of a reason in the night here. Over the past three games before this, Jimmy Butler had scored a total of 30 points. He had been an actor as a supporting actor for the Sixers. Then he had to take the lead role in this game, and he did. So he scored 30 points in this game. He had scored 30 the last three games combined. And so that's that's the job description for Jimmy Butler. Pick up the slack when Joel Embiid has the runs and is unable to get the job done. This is the safety net for the Sixers when they, when they fall off the high wire and they don't fall to their death. The net is Jimmy Butler. And Embiid apparently had projectile diarrhea, I guess, or something like that, whatever stomach ailment you want to describe. And for Philadelphia to win on the road on a night where Joel Embiid has 12 points and shot 27% from the floor, he only took seven shots, had six turnovers 
for them to be able to win that, it's uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty. It wasn't just Embiid that was bad. Did Tobias Harris also have the runs? Did he have the Ben Bishop disease? Die, die, diarrhea! Uh, Tobias Harris, 3 of 11 from the floor. J.J. Redick, who's just a terrible playoff performer. J.J. Redick, uh, 4 of 10. All the guy can do is shoot jump shots, except in the playoffs. He doesn't make very many of them, it seems, especially late in the game. Uh, but he, Butler, he's trying to get paid, right? Butler wants to get a massive, super-duper-duper max contract in free agency. And so this was a message in a bottle, or in this case, on the basketball court. It's like, hey, I'm going to get a lot of paper, and I would like to remind you that that's going to happen. I'm still good, even though I'm buried behind these other players in Philadelphia. Now, despite all that, th- this is Joel Embiid's team. And if Joel Embiid continues to have a case of the boo-boos with his tummy, the, the Sixers are not going to beat the Toronto Raptors. They're not. Uh, Embiid is omnipresent. He is all-powerful for Philadelphia. And if Embiid is not getting the job done, I'm not buying the 76ers being able to actually win this series. Now, the final point here. So, again, just to repeat, the Raptors bench lost this game more than Jimmy Butler won the game. Toronto, in the fourth quarter, shot 38% and missed a number of uncontested shots. And, and while I trash the bench of the Raptors, we also have to leave some space to rip Danny Green, who not only is a basketball player but was trash in this game. He missed three shots in the fourth quarter that were back-breaking misses. And overall, Danny Green, who's a starter, he took eight shots, he made one of them, and had two turnovers. So you combine Danny Green and Marcus Gasol, two starters, who were 2 of 14 from the floor, along with the bench of the Raptors, and wow. I mean, you, if you want to slice it up even more with your, your knife there, Kawhi Leonard shot 54% in this game. It was very efficient. Uh, and But outside of Kawhi Leonard, it was a, a total offensive boondoggle uh, for the Raptors, a bar shooting performance. The rest of the Raptors outside of Kawhi Leonard shot less than 30% as a team. <laughs> so everyone else that played, everyone else that got that didn't you know get that got in the game. The guys that didn't play, we can't rip Jeremy Lin and the other bench warmers, uh, Eric Moreland and those other guys that didn't play because of coach's decision, because the nurse didn't put them in. But the rest of the team that played shot less than 30%. And yet, they still had opportunities to tie the game in the fourth quarter. And so now it's a best-of-five series, and Philadelphia ends up getting home court advantage. Uh, Here is some of the flavor, the flavor, flavor, flavor. Here's uh, Nick Nurse, the coach of the Toronto Raptors, the losing side here. Here's Nick Nurse yapping away about execution. You know, we need them to be solid defensively and, and execute the game plan, right? We don't we don't want any breakdown in coverages or, sure. or poor transition yeah. defense, et cetera. That. I mean, that's where terrible. it starts, really. It would be horrible. Do not want that. I'm surprised he's able to talk because usually every highlight I see on the Internet, his mouth is wide open. His lips aren't moving. They just, ah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my Nick Nurse impersonation. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? I should take the show on the road. All right, here's Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, who's so happy to be away from DeMar DeRozan. And uh, here is Lowry pointing out Captain Obvious. Aggressiveness. 
He played, came out really aggressive. He made well, some shots. He? He was he? attacking. Who is um, he? You know, he, he played really hard. Who is and, he? Um, you know, it's the type of player he is. He's Who? an all-star, all NBA caliber type player. Who is he? And uh, he played that well. He played that way tonight. And uh, he helped them. Who? I mean, he had 30 points and kind of, you know, Who? that was a lot of their points. Who is know, he? In, in the grand scheme of things. Um, so he played well tonight. Who is he? Go, you know, Who? he did his job and he was attacking. No, you did not announce your pronoun. That's a bad job by you. We could play that about anybody. Although he did say 30 points, but is he afraid to say Jimmy Butler? Is he afraid to say that? Does he have a problem with that? He was talking about me. Yeah. He could could be talking about you, could be talking about uh, our friend uh, in, in uh, spoke. What's the guy in, in Oklahoma? The guy that used to call the show with all the drops there? Randy. Randy and Norman. Yeah, Randy and Norman. We talking about him. We lost Randy. He didn't die, he just stopped calling the show. All right, here's Joel Embiid also. Now, Joel Embiid was asked about what the hell was wrong with him. He was uh, very uh, angry. Not, I don't know angry is the right emotion, but he was annoyed, frustrated. He was verklempt with his stomach. If you had uh, before, uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> uh, if you've had it before, you, you would know how it feels, but uh, these are my guys, and you know, want to show up every night, uh, play hard. And uh, tonight, uh, I felt like that was a big game for us. After game one, uh, you know, uh, we've all, we all felt like uh, we had a chance uh, that um, uh, after uh, a few uh, adjustments, uh, 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 we could get on top. And tonight, we did that. Um, get on top. But that's all that matters. The win uh, is great. So now we got to go home and take our business. Oh, that's very exciting. Joel Embiid. Doesn't everyone have a case of the uh, the poopa lupa? Doesn't everyone have that at some point? Yeah, like usually when you're kids, you get that, right? Absolutely. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. Now, Ben, you think that I am, you know, overly critical of you, that I don't praise you often yes, enough I, and give you credit really, when credit yes, is due. Yes, I want to so, be like the Danettes. That's well, what I want. never going to be like that. But uh, you should note this. Yeah. I say this now with all confidence. Okay. Uh-huh. That was the greatest Nick Nurse impression I've ever heard. Oh, on thank radio. you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, will I get a Haunting. raise? Yes. I felt Let me like. Let do it again, Eddie. I'm doing it again. Yeah. Are you ready? That's my Nick Nurse impersonation. (laughs) Tell me I'm not wrong. Come on, I I would not do that. It was it was fantastic. Thank you. I felt like I was uh, you know Nick Nurse was in the other room for God's sake. Underrated coach Nick Nurse. Underrated. I I would not know anything about that. Internet legend Nick Nurse. He's a meme machine, is what he is. He is. He's clearly a meme machine. Well, that's the thing that I know him best for. That's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Standing there with his mouth hanging open like he was. No idea who he was. Frozen in time. Before he got hired as coach of the Raptors. I had no idea. I'd never seen the guy. I don't recall ever talking about him. And here we are. Voila. And now you're doing impressions of him on the radio. Yes. I mean, he's come a long way. Yes. We should make that a promo, Kupalo. The Nick Nurse (laughs) promo. I agree. No one else will have that. No, not at all. I think Clay Travis is going to do a Nick Nurse. Are you kidding me? He hasn't watched a Raptors game in his life. What are you talking about? Come on, please. We have that in common. Uh, I did, Eddie. I watched. I did my due diligence there. I had a better man than I going there. I watched a Raptors Sixers game. I watched a Nuggets Blazer game. Some random baseball games. I sure am. 
So you did not have to, Eddie. So I appreciate it. You did not have to watch those at I, all. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm here for you. That's uh, what I'm here doing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Koopaloo. 
Ben, when the Spurs season ended on Saturday, so did Greg Popovich con- Popovich's contract Ooh, with careful. the team. While he's set to coach Team USA this summer, there's been no official word on if he's coming back to San Antonio. Yeah. Ben, what are the chances Pop hangs him up? I wish he would retire. He's going to come back, though. He's not going to retire. He's got nothing else going on in his life. All he does is go around. Other than just complain about you know his political agenda, it's basketball, right? And these aren't Tim Duncan's Spurs anymore. DeMar DeRozan's now the big guy and all that. And Popovich is 70 years old. He's made a ton of money, but he's got no other hobbies. So he's going to come back and coach. I'd like to see him take a leave of absence and go get political for the 2020 election, but he ain't going to do that. All right, next. Ben, a lot of articles have popped up mentioning that the TV ratings for the NFL draft were down 2%. Now, it's also been revealed that in an effort to boost ratings, the NFL told teams not to choose until at least five minutes had gone by on their draft clock. Do you think public interest in the draft is waning, or is the league overthinking it? All right, so first of all, it depends on your source, because the NFL also claimed through some of their media channels, their surrogates in the media, that this was the most watched and attended draft in the history of the NFL. Uh, They used some creative math there to stack the deck, combining all three days of ratings and attendance and all that. But the way I look at the draft, the the biggest weak spot for the draft is it doesn't play well in major American cities. It doesn't, right? Out of the top 20 television markets, only one showed up in in the ratings was Cleveland. That's it. Uh, It doesn't play in Chicago, New York, L.A., San Francisco, Boston, places like that. It's just not a lot of passion for the NFL draft. It plays very well in college towns because that's where the guys are coming from, college towns. That's the problem. All right, next. You just mentioned, and reports are that the Chargers are looking to extend Phillip Rivers. How many years should they give him, Ben? All right. It, it, it really comes down to money. Uh, he's got like more kids. Uh, he's very fertile. Uh, he needs to keep playing, right? He's got his a lot wife of, is very fertile. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's the one. Well, all right, whatever. There, uh, maybe it's an immaculate conception. But whatever the case, there's a lot of kids that are coming out of uh, th- those two. So he needs mega bucks. He's 37. I think he's got to play till he's like 50 to pay for all the kids. So I'd like to see him get a 10 year extension. How do we do, Kubaloo? You pass. I won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. Uh, here we go. It's Mallers Amount of Money. It's the John Singleton edition, if that means something to you. It's the John Singleton edition. Let's welcome Yes, in. he uh, he died today. Famous director. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. Uh, from, um, what was the movie he made? The, Boys uh, in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, yeah. yeah. I saw it. High Blood Pressure. Movie. High Blood Pressure? Is that what Not good, man. No? I have that. Oh, really? Is that, that cut close to home for you? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, he was 51 years old. And he was like perfectly fine till last week, right? Yep. And then, yeah. Or he st- thought he was perfectly had a, had fine. Had a stroke. Hypertension. Now, is it better to go that way where you're living your life, you don't have any real trips to the hospital, and then all of a sudden, within a week, you're gone? Gene Upshaw, who used to be the head of the NFL Players Union, it was like the same thing. Like, Gene Upshaw 
lived his life, and then he he didn't realize he had cancer, and by the time he went to the doctor, it was way too late, and that was it. He was it like would a, be good to go out like that, but not at fifty though. Well, it's better for yeah. it's better for you, worse for your, your loved ones. Yeah. So the long goodbye is better for the family. The long goodbye, you can get your affairs in order, and, and all. well, the good thing is we don't get to choose. That's the good thing, <laughs> yeah. right? We it's it's yeah. luck of when the we draw. We go, we go. It's the luck of the draw. All right, very good. Let's welcome in our contestants. We have from Cape Cod, we say hello to Steve, and good morning to you, Steve. Hey, Ben, how are you? Welcome in, Steve, and tell the guy in Punxsutawney what you do for a living. I'm actually three weeks retired. I work at a hotel resort now. It beats working for a living. Look at you. You're, you're retired now, but you're still working. You're still you're doing something. You're not fully retired, right, Steve? Full-time, working full-time and listening to WEER. There you go. Very nice. All right. Well, hold on a sec, Steve. Thank you for that. There's Steve on the Cape there. Big fan there, working the night shift at the resort on the Cape with all those big politicians that go hang out on the Cape and all those political big wigs and titans of business. And who else do we have? Let's see here. Eddie, pick five or three. Uh, let's go three. All right. You've picked Chris in Las Vegas. Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. How we doing? We're doing pretty good. Welcome in, Chris. Tell the guy in Beaver Dam who's got a friend in Punxsutawney what you do for a living. I am a bartender at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, really? Ah. Yes. I like the happy hour, four to six at most Cheesecake Factories. They have the happy hour, and they have the mini chicken sliders, the way to go on that. you can For a couple extra bucks, you get the French fries. That's good. Yeah, those aren't bad. Dollar fifty more. Yeah. Look at that. The guy doesn't work <laughs> Solid. All right, hold on a sec, Chris. I've probably been to that Cheesecake Factory in Vegas. I uh, partaked. You were in Vegas. Why would you go to the Cheesecake Factory? Humongous portions of food. Well, yeah, but you could just go here. All right, uh, let's go back to Steve. Steve, who would you like to partner up with? Steve, semi-retired. He's working at a big swanky resort there on the Cape. Who do you want to partner up with here, Steve? I'm going with the big guy, you, Ben. All right, Steve, we're going to bring it home. We're going to win the game. Hold on a sec. Don't go anywhere. And I'll put you on hold over here, and I'll punch up line three. Chris, who would you like to partner up with? I'm out. You've got Eddie, Roberto, or the Coupe de Loop. I'm going to go Roberto. Roberto. All right. You clearly don't listen to the show. All right. Very good. (laughs) Uh, Hold on a sec. And so we'll go back to Steve. Now, why don't we set it up so we'll come right back and play the entire game. We'll we'll set up which category is going to go first, and we're going to jump right into the game. We'll do that. So so what are the categories? All right, Coop? gentlemen, this is the John Singleton edition. Rest in peace. The categories are Boys in the Hood, Shaft, Baby Boy, and Four Brothers. Uh, Steve, you're on first. What category would you like? <laughs> I'll go with Shaft. I guess. <laughs> he likes that. You got his attention with Shaft. He enjoys that. <laughs> All right. Get your mind out of the gutter, Steve. How dare you? Uh, and uh, hold He on just likes the movie. What are you talking about, man? I'm sure he does. Yes. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, what you. category would you like? I will go with Boys in the Hood. Oh, the original. Yes, the original. Okay, very good. So that is Roberto. Yes, it's going to be your category with Chris, and I've got a Shaft. Uh, we will get to that. Eddie's notice no one picked Eddie to play, but we're going to have Mallers Mountain Money in its entirety. Who will win the game? Who's going to win the golden ticket? We'll get to that. We'll do it next. And right back to it we go. It is Mallers Mountain Money, the John Singleton edition. The teams are Chris, 
in Vegas. He works at the Cheesecake Factory there in Vegas, a fine restaurant. I love the Cajun Chicken Littles. That's what I get. It's on page like 75 of the menu. And we have our friend Steve. He's just retired, but he's still working at a resort on the Cape, and he is going to partner up with me. So we'll lock everyone in, and the first category is Shaft, Coop. Is that right? Yes, that is right, gentlemen. In the John Singleton edition of Mallard's Mountain of Money, Steve and Ben start off with Shaft. These athletes are known by one name, but we need both their first and last names from you, Steve. 45 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. All right. Lakers star, not Shaquille O'Neal, but the other star of the 90s and the 2000s. Magic Johnson. No, star of the 90s and the 2000s. Number eight. He also. Oh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say it again, Ben. Number eight. Uh, he has four, two numbers. All right. The, how about the Bambino for the Yankees? Number three. Babe Ruth. Correct. Uh, play for the Royals and Raiders in the 1980s. Outfielder and a running back. Bo, uh, Bo uh, Jackson. Correct. Uh, outfielder for the Seattle Mariners from Japan. He got 3,000 hits. Just retired. Suzuki. Uh, yeah. What's his uh, first name? I, I, uh, All right, Yankees catcher from the <laughs> 1950s. Uh, great quips. Great. F- he used to be a manager. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. Yeah, it's too not late. In, not get in. All right, uh, you missed Kobe Bryant. Well, nobody knows who he is. Come yes. on, please. Uh, Ichiro Suzuki. Nobody knows who which, he is either. Which is surprising. No, usually, people know Ichiro and not Suzuki. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Yogi. Guys, your Big Ben know that though. Yes. Yeah, so uh, 50 points. It's a solid 50 points. The the good news is, Ben, replaced. you're still right in it. Super easy category. <laughs> still right in it. Uh, Roberto and Chris, you guys have boys in the hood. These athletes grew up in the hood. Oh. 45 seconds on Racist. the clock. Offensive. How can you say that? Yeah. Ready? Begin. All-time greatest Miami Heat just retired from Chicago. <laughs> Won a championship. Great with Sh- yeah. Yep, you got it. Uh, Celtic Gray grew up in Inglewood. Got wheeled off in the wheelchair against the Lakers in the NBA Finals. Robert Parrish. <laughs> no. Cuban player. <laughs> Cuban player. Ex-Dodger. Got traded to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Yashiel Puig. Yeah. Honey Badger, <laughs> from LS- <laughs> Honey Badger from LSU. Drafted by the Cardinals. Now with the Texans. Oh, God. I have no idea. Uh, known for his huge hit when he played for the South Carolina well, versus Michigan. Got drafted by the Houston okay, Texans. Again? Known for his UJ when he played for South Carolina against Michigan. He got drafted by the Houston Texans. Oh, wait a minute. We still. What? He only got like 40. Yeah, right? no, I told you. You're still in it. Oh, wow. Uh, so you missed Paul Pierce, the truth. And uh, Tyron it's Matthew true. is the honey badger. And Jadavion Clowney was that last one that you. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, so actually, Roberto and Chris are trailing, so they're up again. Uh, Chris, do you want Baby Boy or Four Brothers? Oh, just Go pick. baby boy. Okay. Good. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> these athletes lived with their parents a little too long. 45 <laughs> seconds on How the clock. do you cl- know? Because <laughs> I looked it up. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Uh, current quarterback of the Denver Broncos was ex-Raven. Just got traded this year. They don't have a quarterback. Oh, but uh, Joe Flacco. <laughs> uh, uh, currently plays with uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Second best player on the team. <laughs> Don't know. Chinese Chinese center. <laughs> Yao Ming. Hey. Yes. Uh, current point guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ex-Hawk. No chance. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, Spanish tennis player. Famous tennis player. Best, second best in the world. 
Um, oh my god. Uh, give it. Uh, center, greatest uh, center fielder for the New York Yankees. Dated Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh my god. He did god. not date Marilyn Monroe. Wow. All right, we got to hurry up. So what, what <laughs> that was, was the score? All right, let's get the last round. And what do we get? What do we get? Oh, that's right. Uh, four brothers. These athletes, Hurry up. These athletes have a brother, and uh, they, they were also pros. All right. What, 45 what, seconds. All right, here we begin. go. Uh, Peyton's brother. Peyton's brother, Steve. Quarterback. Of the Eli. Road. What's his last name? Eli Manning. That's correct. Uh, his brother is Powell. This guy plays for the Toronto Raptors. He's a center. What's his name? Say his name. Say his name. Uh, catcher for the oh St. Louis Cardinals. Catcher. Brother was Benji. W- wears pine tar all over his uniform. Uh, all right. Uh, defensive back for the Redskins oh, a couple good. years ago, the Broncos. He's not a loser. He's not. He's a winner, but he's a blank. Oh, come on. You're going to UFC star, brothers Chandler, an NFL player. Do you no. even watch sports? White guy. Yes. Oh, my God. You lost to Roberto. Roberto. Oh, my God. That's why you're Judas. That's why you're Judas. That's why you suck. Openly ch- those were great clues. Terrible Those clues. Those were wonderful ETL, clues. Mauer, ETL. Were it ain't my fault. The ETL. guys are tired. <laughs> the guys were tired. That's a terrible game. <laughs> I won. Yeah, I won. You all suck. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zencom find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 